So, um, <clears throat> good morning. I'd like to um, continue our reflections and recap um, some of the ground that we've touched into in terms of our cultivation of the practice, uh, skill in cultivating this uh, middle aspect of the path that Kitty Saro was talking about yesterday. If you remember, he gave the analogy which he drew from the Thai forest meditation master Rajan Li, Damodaro, where he talked about the bridge from the near shore to the far shore with three supporting pillars. And that the middle pillar that uh, plunges down through the currents of the river uh, is an analogy that Ajahn Li made with this cultivation of the middle aspect of the path of samadhi. Practicing presence, mindfulness, attentiveness within the currents of the mind, the heart, and the body. It's a challenging aspect of the path activity. One thing that's uh, important to remember that uh, the teaching that the Buddha gave, that little by little it's the application of the path activity that breaks up that which obstructs our ability to recognize the natural luminous heart. It's not so much that we have to go in there with a sledgehammer and try and hack our way through, but it's just applying in each moment an aspect of the cultivation of path and then trusting, the Buddha goes on to say, that it's actually the fruition of that path activity unfolds according to the law of the Dhamma, according to its own natural unfolding. It's not something that comes about through an act of will or because we wish it to be so, or we idealize that it should be so and project that onto ourselves. But we just patiently, little by little, apply these moments of path activity, moments of mindfulness, moments of being more fully here to the best of our ability. without intimidating ourselves, without judging ourselves, without giving up on ourselves, but little by little, just just cultivating this capacity to be present with our experience here and now. This is the building block of this third or middle aspect of the path activity, the cultivation of samadhi. So we've been practicing this style of meditation that we're doing yesterday and we'll continue with today. It's called samatha, which uh, leads to this fruit. Samadhi, in a way, this gatheredness of heart, is actually a fruit. The path activity of mindfulness, calming, samatha meditation gives rise to the fruit of samadhi. We don't actually do samadhi in a way. It's a fruit that comes about organically according to its own unfolding. But what we do is what we're practicing, this samatha, which literally means calming or the stilling of the thinking mind, the calming, uh, calming meditation. 
calming of the thought activity. So we're cultivating this samatha today again through the application of sati, mindfulness. Kirisaro talked quite a lot last night about this cultivation of the mindfulness, which is the English translation of the word sati, to remember or to relink back to the ground of awareness, of presence. Relinking what? What do we link to? So we, we bring and welcome into awareness the experience of the body. We've been focusing on welcoming our experience of the body, being aware of the body, the heart, the feeling tone, uh, the felt sense, that experience of our innermost uh, sensitivity, if you like. Sometimes uh, in uh, Pali called the jitta. And the, um, the mind, the, what's called wajji, or the thinking, or the thoughts, the internal dialogue bringing these three currents of our energy, body, mind, and heart, into awareness, this gathering. This is the activity of of sati, of mindfulness. Mindfulness, in some ways, is a a rather um, narrow translation of the fullness of this activity. We could say heartfulness. We could say bodyfulness, the heart, mind, and body filled with awareness, presence, attentiveness. So this is our practice for today, very simple. Another way we can understand uh, samadhi, uh, the word sam means to break it down. Sam has the sense of together, gathered. D, the last part of the word, connected with the word dharani, which is connected with the word mantra, to hold. And the middle part of the word, the long A, the R, samadhi, samadhi, means towards. So it has this sense of working towards a gathered holding, a gathering in. Not a tight holding, but a, a gentle holding and being connected with our experience here and now of body, heart, and mind of sensation, physical sensation, of feeling tone, and of subtle internal uh, speech, which is thought, called subvocal speech, a subtle thinking mind, which all constitutes our experience of ourself. In some ways, uh, the, the, the feeling of samadhi, the feeling of gatheredness, it's a bit like a wave returning to the depth of the ocean. We begin to feel more sense of rootedness or groundedness, presence, a sense of spaciousness, not spaced out, as Kirisara said, but more spaciousness, maybe more timelessness lightness maybe or solidity not 
not so much heaviness, but a sense of real solidity of being here. Lucidity, these are some of the the qualities. When the mind is gathered, we begin to feel these qualities and a lessening of of stress, a lessening of, of struggle. When, the, when, the, when there's a loss of samadhi, we're a bit more like on the top of that wave, just about to crash. <laughs> we feel ourselves more fragile, more reactive, more, more susceptible to anxiety, more pulled along by the currents of the self-interest, where are we going, what, what we've been fractured, dispersed. We lost our root, we lost our connection, we lost our ground, we lost our, our, our home, our ability to rest. When the mind and heart and body is gathered within awareness, there's this sense of a deeper connectedness within the flow of life. A more intuitive understanding can emerge. The fruits of samadhi are the, the sense of a pleasing abiding here and now that's not dependent upon the world being a certain way or others being a certain way so I can feel good. We start to learn that we can actually generate and cultivate the causes for well-being that's more independent from the circumstances we find ourselves within. This is the fruit of samadhi, a pleasing abiding within the current moment here and now. Gathered mind that can begin to see more clearly, become more liberated from uh, anxiety, stress and suffering. These are some of the fruits. So we can sometimes recognize, even in small ways, important to recognize in our practice when we start to taste some of these fruits. So a little bit more calm, a little bit more here, a little little bit more content maybe just with a breath, the joy of just being able to breathe in and feel our feet on the ground. looking at what does what supports this fruition of samadhi. This is today this is our activity, our path activity. Little by little putting in place that which brings about this fruition. First of all it's a bit shaky but more and more cult- as we cultivate this, these aspects of the path the, the quality of samadhi can become more unshakable. less intermittent, more easily returned to when we we kind of find ourselves getting dispersed and distracted. We have a way to return. Not just through wishful thinking or will, but through an actual practice. So exploring some of the supports, one of the first supports is just having a sense of, of confidence that we can do it actually. 
we can. Each one of us here, Ajahn Chah, our teacher, used to say, if you can read a book, you have enough concentration to do this practice, to cultivate samadhi. You don't have to be a, an Olympic meditator. You can just focus for a moment and receive this moment. That's, that's the beginning. That's, the, that's all we actually begin and end with, is this moment, isn't it? The confidence, self-confidence, rather than putting ourselves down or keep telling ourselves we're such a bad meditator, really uh, not sabotaging ourselves so much, but really encouraging. It's actually marvelous that one can actually be here and, and come to a, a space like this and sit and be with our own beings. It's hard to do, and then you're doing it moments of being able to receive an in-breath, be present for an out-breath. As there's some confidence, it begins to focus our energy, finding that balance of not being too willful or driven, trying to look to the goal too much, If we're, very, if we're very much like that in our daily life, we'll probably translate that into the meditation, always looking for the goal and skipping over the actual detail of the practice. If we tend to just drift around and get wafted around by the next thing and, and lack a sense of focus, then we'll, we'll find ourselves like that in our meditation. We land up, sort of sit here and just thinking about stuff. And so we, we get to recognize our pattern, how our energy is. We might actually find ourselves a bit of both, driven for a while and collapsed <laughs> for, a bit, for, for, for part of the day. We get up and do a lot of willful practice and then collapse. So this is a, a profound exploration, how in this moment to balance the energy it's not so willful and goal-orientated, and yet it's not collapsed. There's a little bit more commitment to being here, to receive this next breath. A little bit drawing back from our willfulness to get there, wherever there is, and a little more patience to receive the next breath. So this honing of, of our energy, our effort, becomes a, a ground upon which then the mindfulness, the attentiveness becomes steadied. So the fruit of samadhi depends on this moment by moment. It begins to grow from this moment by moment application of attentiveness, mindfulness. Mindful linked to the experience of body, mind, and heart. Sensation, feeling tone, thinking. Little by little, filling the body, mind, and heart with awareness. So as we bring attention, mindfulness, then then there's a flooding or a connection with this fundamental nature of the mind, which is awareness or presence. It begins to be able to suffuse. It's not divorced 
in the body, mind, and heart. It's not an abdication, but it begins to suffuse and gather in the disparate energies. Last night, Kitty Saro talked about how we can hone that gathering in. He framed it within this teaching of the the jhana factors, the five uh, ways of being, holding attentiveness, refinements of the practice of attention and mindfulness. To use the thinking mind in service of this cultivation of path activity. Asking a question, using a thought like, how is it now? What are you present with now? And this this directs attention here and now. First of all, we begin with the body. It's more, usually more obvious to us, coarser vibration. And then as we come into contact with the body, any time during the day we can ask this question, how is it now as I'm lining up for my food, as I'm doing the walking meditation, as I'm sitting, as I'm eating. How is it now? What am I present for now? What can I be present for now? So it's a, this way of asking a question is an invitation. It's rather than a command. It's a more gentle way of approaching ourselves. Uh, gently encouraging attention, using the mantra Kirisara used uh, last night, or a word, a phrase that helps us, helps to guide attention through the use of thought to come into contact. Gently. But with some sense of commitment to being connected with our experience. And then the second aspect this more yin or receptive, if you remember, coming into contact, making contact. It's one aspect of focusing attention. The other aspect to receive what we've come into contact with. To take time, patience, to listen into body, heart, and mind. Steadying, listening, being with, receiving. Feeling with the totality of the body. the feeling tones, the heart, the quality of the the mental state. As we start to to connect, maybe we find ourselves drawn to a particular area within, it's called the breath body, that which is moving, vibrating, the flow of the breath, the sensation with the body, as we begin to connect with the flow of the breath within the body, we find ourselves maybe being able to savor sensation, feeling of the breath. And this begins to actually ground into the, the awareness more fully into our experience, savoring, 
staying connected with, relaxing. It's the fourth and the fifth jhana facto about staying connected, savoring and relaxing within the experience that we've brought attention to here and now within the body, within the heart. Being very, very patient, as we're very, very patient, awareness allows this integration of that, that which has been split, that which has been unconscious, that which has been constri- energy that's been constricted. To help heighten our focus of attentiveness, of mindfulness, the Buddha taught the practice, path activity of being with breath. This is the, the samatha, calming meditation, being with breath. If you remember, we talked about being, firstly, maybe with the long breath, feeling the whole of the breath. If we, during the day as we practice, <clears throat> We feel a bit dispersed, a bit all over the place, breathing a bit more deeply. Really feeling the breath coming in through the nostrils, right down into the belly. You feel the flush of the breath through the body. Suffusing into the cells of the body, the bloodstream, filling the body with the in-breath fullness of the breath, and then as we breathe out, relaxing through the body. We might track the whole pathway of the sensation of the inhalation and the exhalation as being with the the long breath. We'd encourage in the teaching on the mindfulness of the breathing to be with the long breath, calming the body, calming the mental formations, calming the heart. And after a while, we might find that the, our attention begins to not want to follow the whole length of the body and just gets pulled to a particular area within the breath, maybe at the nostrils, maybe in the heart, maybe in the belly, or a particular sensation or area within the body, which is all part of the breath body, that which vibrates, that which moves. We can just settle attention there. This is the short breath. just to steady, steadying attention right there, and relaxing around, relaxing the body, relaxing the mind. So today as we practice, I just encourage you continuing with this simplicity We're drawing the mind from its preoccupations again and again, encouraging through this uh, inquiry, how is it now, to bring attentiveness to our experience, to the body, to the breath, here and now. 
being very, very simple in our approach, encouraging this letting go of preoccupation with what's to come, what's happened. If that comes up, we can notice it. We don't have to get necessarily waylaid. We might have to be patient. But cultivating little by little this uh, path activity of being present to and noticing as we are some of the, the uh, subtle fruit we might begin to feel of this samadhi, sense of gatheredness, relief, being able to let go and put things down and just simplify. This Buddha, the Buddha called this a practice that leads us into independence from, in regards to uh, desire and disappointment, in regards to the world. Free from clinging, the mind free from clinging, the heart free from fear. So it's, a, it's from this simple practice of just steadying, deepening using a body and the breath to guide attentiveness here and now and allowing this gatheredness to unfold, to come more to fruition organically in its own nature, this samadhi. Over the last part of this session, I'd like to uh, guide a little bit more the actual meditation. Uh, first of all, <clears throat> to just talk about your posture. For those that are, we've slightly jumped in the deep end. So feeling into your posture, for some of you sitting in a chair, for some on the cushion. And please feel welcome to adjust and explore what's comfortable basic premise of holding a posture is to be able to to hold the spine so it's not rigid but there's a straightening through the spine and into the back of the neck which allows the front of the body to be more open there's a sense of dropping down into more the belly so softening down relaxing into the belly feeling your seat on the cushion or in your chair. So just holding this posture in and of itself is is powerful. It begins to affect the mind, begins to open into the body, into the heart. Palms can be on top of each other in in the lap or on on the knees, on the thighs, you can explore. And beginning a, a period of practice, just this gentle question, how is it now? What are you present for? So rather than assuming a certain way it should be, we, start, we actually start by listening into our experience. What are you present with? How is the body? How is the heart? What is this kind of state of mind you feel interested, resistant, dull, restless? We just notice what we're actually going to be working with within our experience. 
as we become more aware of our body, encourage you to take a few, maybe two or three of these longer deepening breaths. Really feeling the breath come in and expand through into the lungs, down into the belly. You can even hold the breath at the end of the inhalation so you can feel that breath energy, your life energy suffusing through the body. The fullness of it, the opening into the body through the breath. And then as you exhale, just softening down through the body, softening the jaw, the shoulders, soften the belly. Relaxing down through the mind. Taking a few breaths like this, and you can, any time in the day, you can take a few breaths like this to help deepen, steady, calm. Begin to allow the breath just to come to its own natural rhythm. And then just getting a sense of where you're attracted to in terms of being with the breath. Maybe following the whole pathway of the breath. Feeling the sensation of that. Or maybe just a particular area in the body of sensation, of vibration, which is part of the breath body. It's helpful. You can use a word just to help gently remind you to stay present with where your attention is resting, breathing in, being with the body or receiving the body, breathing out, relaxing the body. It's finding your own words, your own phrase to help steady. breath is softening a bit more down through the face, shoulders, the belly, torso, down through the legs, palms of the hands. So just very, very simple, simply being here, rooted in the seat, the chair, the seat, mind rooting more in its, its seat of awareness, presence. And our activity today, just simply receiving body, the heart, the breath, moment by moment.
a few little adjustments in terms of the practice. Um, Sometimes some people find being with the breath um, hard because the issues maybe with with breathing or with asthma or such things like that. If you have that experience or you start to feel a bit constricted um, and and you feel a tightness, then you can actually take attention, you can move attention to something that's less, that's more spacious, maybe like sound. You can use sound or you can use more like a body sensation. Um, you can use the, the mantra. Um, so you can, you can move attention in and out depending to something very subtle, like subtle sensation, or you can move it out to something more global, like the whole feeling of the body or the feeling of space or the sense of sound, so that, so that, uh, so that you know, you, there is this you know, flexibility. Um, and then in terms of the walking meditation, you can also, um, uh, as, a, as, a, as an extra support um, to help um, work with the sense, sense experience to deepen into presence, um, on your walking path, just taking a few moments. We're, in the walking, we're, we're doing exactly what we're doing in the sitting, but we're doing that in walking. Um, you can just stop and maybe take a few moments just to, to, to listen. So being with the, the uh, faculty of listening. You can take a few moments just with seeing, rather than looking at something, just allowing sight to come. So we're exploring presence at the sensory doors, taking a few moments of feeling. I haven't got that in the right order, is it? It's, uh, Seeing, hearing, feeling. This is uh, from the Burmese Forest School. And uh, yeah, so taking a few moments of seeing. Just bringing awareness to these, these normal, you know, things we take for granted every day. Just allowing vision, a few moments hearing. You can also do it while you're walking. You don't have to stop. And a few moments into feeling and posture. It's called the rotating the senses, and it just gives you a little bit more of an extra handle in working with the walking meditation. It's easy, easy to slip off the walking meditation into um, thinking about stuff. <laughs> so I wish you a good day of practice today, exploring some of these methods. And um, we're, as mentioned last night, we um, start to see half of the group. So... Um, at 9.30, if you've um, checked the list outside, Kitty Sarah will be seeing um, a small group. It's up as you go outside the, 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 the um, wide uh, flight of stairs there. You go up that flight of stairs and um, you take a right. And then Kitty Sarah's room at the end of that corridor. They call it Guru Alley. <laughs> um, so and then my the room I'm is on the right. I think it's right next to the bathroom there. Okay, so that's where I'll be. Just up up the stairs and then take a right. Hopefully you'll find find your way. So we'll see three groups today, which will be able to see half of you today. And then if you're not on the list today, we'll see you tomorrow.